This is the punt return with Woot and Y. And it's all proudly brought to you by Reading the Play. The place to go for the winning edge. Welcome back to another episode of The Punt Return. I am Josh Y. I'm riding solo uh, today, as you've heard on our DFS podcast and our uh, normal Woot and Y show, where I had a, a special guest co-host, uh, Mitch Doyle. Big thanks to him for, for joining the show. Uh, we'd at a work conference, uh, a real work conference. It would be great if it was some sort of NFL conference, um, but the ones that they're having this week, you probably don't want to be a part of uh, very very political very heavy issues uh you don't want you probably don't want to be a part of that but uh he'll be back next week so normal programming will resume next week but luckily in the day and age that we're in text message uh whatsapp facebook messenger Woot's managed uh to get his selections through to me so we'll we'll jump straight into them uh this week and uh we've got a common Common first pick. We got on early during the week when we saw the line open here at the total. At the, the Giants at Denver opened at 40.5. We really liked uh, the underplay here. Obviously, the Giants losing Odell Beckham Jr., uh, Dwayne Harris, and Brandon Marshall for the year. It's just, yeah, it's it's going to be a tough slogging for them to travel at mile high take on the uh, Denver defense that are absolutely killing it right now. Uh, their defense is, you know, the no-fly zone is, is doing very well. They're the seventh-ranked defense in DVOA by Football Outsiders. Uh, you know the numbers. You know the track record on stopping the run. So I ask you, how the hell are the Giants going to score points? Um, they're, they're just so devoid of receiving talent. You've got Roger Lewis Jr. and, and Tavares King as the wide receivers. Uh, obviously, um Evan Ingram is a, is a great player, but it's it's just going to be hard for them to to score on this secondary. And you know, as good as Wayne Goldman and Orleans Darkwa looked last last week, you, you're not going to do that when you're facing a, a Broncos defense that shut down Ezekiel Elliott, Melvin Gordon, contained Lashawn McCoy. Um, yeah, I can't see this total uh, getting anywhere near 40. So at the moment, now it is at 39 and a half. Still don't mind that either as well, but if you want to just buy an extra point or two and, and just take a little bit less coin, that could be an option. But, you know, it's it's just so hard to see them see them scoring points. You know, Denver is allowing 2.4 yards per, car- per rush attempt at this point. Their defense is just really, really good. So, oh, sorry, the the Giants are averaging 2.4 yards per carry at this point, and they're, and they're facing the Giants' uh defense uh that, that that's number one in the league at, at stopping the runs so uh i definitely think uh the under is the play the total has gone over in four of the giants last six games and they played Denver, but that's obviously when eli's had weapons so um i yeah i i do like the under i haven't even talked about the giants defense still being good and, and trevor simeon's obviously not you know peyton manning or, or john elway so you know they're gonna you know, it's not going to be easy for them to score points. I think they'll run the ball a lot and just try and get out there with a nice, easy win. So under is definitely our first play here, and uh, we'll we'll speak to Mr. NFL about that being uh, the first leg of our multi with him. Moving on to Woot's next play. He's gone with Detroit and New Orleans. He likes the under 50 points, which is interesting play, um, given you've got two high-powered offenses uh, playing playing each other, and the total's gone over in six of New Orleans' last seven games. Uh, but the total's gone under in 11 of Detroit's last 16 games. And I think uh, 
looking at these two teams, and I'm not sure the reasoning of Woot's picks, unfortunately didn't send me a paragraph, uh, you know, he is at a work conference, but I think both these defenses are better than what people think. Um, I think Detroit's defense got very overrated um, after their first couple of games, and it's it's crashed back to earth a little bit, but I still think it's better than what people realize. You've also got concern about Matthew Stafford uh, carrying an injury. He did hurt his hand or his arm uh, last week against Carolina and seemed to struggle a little bit for most of the game until the last quarter. So at least there's positive signs that it, you know, when the game was on the line, he was still able to make some plays there. But New Orleans defense has been much, much improved since Marshawn Lattimore uh, has entered the fold and shut down uh, the number one receivers and been really, really strong, a defensive rookie of the year candidate. And, um, you know, for them to be the 23-ranked defensive DVOA, like, that sounds low, but for them, last year they've, you you wouldn't be surprised, you, you wouldn't, You'd be used to seeing them as the 30, 31st, or 32nd ranked defense. So for them to be even close to a top 20 defense with their personnel um, is, is better. They're fresh. They're coming off a, a delayed uh, a bye week, sorry, and a London game. So they're going to be they're going to be fresh as well. And Detroit, they've got the eighth ranked defense. So if that's the reasoning there, I think that's the way that he's uh, he's going over there. I looked at. New Orleans minus four, given that they've had the extra break. They are five and two against the spread in their last seven games against Detroit. So that, that is interesting. And I've also mentioned that, you know, there's a small doubt about Matthew Stafford's injury as well. But that's uh, Woot's second play. I'll, I'll get into Woot's third play first before I, I go on to mine. He's got his beloved Philadelphia Eagles plus three and a half against the, against the Panthers. I like the play. I was gonna, I was gonna take it as well. I am a little bit worried about no Lane Johnson. If you look at Wentz's splits with Lane Johnson and without Lane Johnson, uh, it's it's quite a big difference. Um, you, you'd be surprised how much a, a right tackle has um, on a, on a player. But I think the right tackle position has been overlooked. Everyone thought the left left tackle was far more important. But when you've got players like Von Miller and and Melvin Ingram rushing from that side. The right tackle's been more and more important um, over the last couple of years, and, and that's shown. So it's an interesting game. I think it's the game of the week. Uh, you know, both teams have identical four and one records. Both have been really efficient on both sides of the ball in the last couple of games. Carolina, especially, you know, Cam Newton's turned it on over the last two weeks after struggling really early. And you've had those road wins now against New England and Detroit. Now they're at home. The Eagles have been a little bit more stout on the defensive side of the ball, but they've had probably easier matchups the last couple of weeks. But I think a field goal, over a field goal, you're getting three and a half. I think that point half is a really good sort of added padding here for that play, and I still think um, they'll be able to get pressure on Cam and uh, generate some some good offense, even against Carolina's really, really good defense. And I think uh, definitely they could keep it close here. It's a... It's a, just a fun game to watch. Um, Philly's also 5-1 and one straight up over the last six games. So if you think they're winning, um, take the straight up. But then Carolina's 4-1 and one straight up as well. So it, it's a clash of the Titans here. So I, I'm looking forward to this game. And Woot's on Philadelphia plus 3.5. Uh, my other plays, um, I've gone with a risk as my third play. But I'll, I'll go with my second play here. There's... There's four games, and there's still a few games down because there's doubt about whether Marcus Mariota plays. So there was there's not as many selections on offer this week for us to look at. Obviously, if if Tennessee is missing uh, Marcus Mariota, I think the Colts could be a really good play um, against Matt Castle. 
There is also uh, no no odds up yet on the Chargers Raiders game, given the uh, uncertainty about Derek Carr. Although it will look like he'll play, so there's a couple of games missing from the slate at this early in the week that we that we weren't able to bet on. But there's it's an interesting week in that there's four double digit favorites at this point. Um, you've got Denver at home minus eleven and a half. You have Washington minus ten at home to the 49ers. You also have the Falcons minus 11.5 at home to the Dolphins, and then the Texans minus 10 at home to the Cleveland Browns. Of those four, and I haven't even mentioned that the the Patriots line is at 9.5, so that's essentially a 10-point buffer there uh, as well. Uh, But of all of those games, the one I'm most confident about covering is Atlanta minus 11.5 versus Miami. I know Mohamed Sanu is out, uh, but Julio Jones will play. They're fresh. Um, and Miami are awful. I think Miami are uh, probably the worst two and two team in recent memory. They're they're really bad. Um, and I think this Atlanta defense can can score can actually score. I think they can get a couple of turnovers, maybe a pick six or a fumble recovery. Um, and they're a fast, uh, hard hitting defense. And I think their offense is going to come out firing after a disappointing showing against Buffalo. Um, I think they'll they'll approach thirty points. And I just don't see how Miami can score. More than 17. Um, so I think the minus 11.5 for Atlanta is is pretty good. I would prefer it at the 10 mark, you know, but, you know, they had an extra point and a half. It's, it's a weird line, 11.5, but you'd be surprised how many times that sort of pops up and, and, and really uh, <laughs> screws you. But I... Um, I can't go up. I can't go against Atlanta. They're six one and one against the spread in their last eight games against Miami. Fresh at home, um, where they're where they're so much better. So Atlanta minus eleven and a half. They're the most confident of the double digit favorites for me. Uh, my last play is Pittsburgh plus four and a half versus Kansas City. Now a lot of the public money and all of the um, from what I've read, uh, you know, on uh, Vegas and, and Odd Shark is all on. Uh, is all on Kansas City minus four and a half here, but I just can't, I can't do it. Uh, I think it's a smart play here to go against the grain. You know, Big Ben's coming off that career high five intercession performance and, and heading to to Arrowhead. Everything points to loading up on Kansas City, right? But um, I think I think that that's just a trap game for Kansas City. Um, Roethlisberger will not play that that bad again. He'll bounce back. Le'Veon Bell will bounce back. There's been talk about, you know, the approach from them and Todd Haley last week. So they're going to get the approach right. I think Bell's going to hit 25, 30 touches in this game. And what we know is Pittsburgh's still got a really good defense. They're number five in DVOA. Um, they're playing really well. Uh, just got overlooked. And, you know, sometimes a game can snowball and just get out of hand. And that's what happened last week. Um, obviously, that last sort of 90-yard touchdown from Leonard Fournette was a little bit a little bit fluky and in, in, in garbage time. It doesn't really mean much at all. And Kansas City have shown that they can give up some chunk yardage and some chunk plays down the field. We saw Deshaun Watson hit DeAndre Hopkins and Will Fuller um, on, on big things. And their defense is, you know, not as good as people think. They really miss Eric Berry. They're ranked 19th. So I think the Steelers match up really well. Uh, Marcus Peters plays, you know, on one side of the field so they can move Antonio Brown around a little bit and, and make some plays down the opposite side to Marcus Peters. And, and you can get... Martavis Bryant opening them up and, and opening the field up for Le'Veon Bell and, and uh, Juju Smith-Schuster on the inside. So I like Pittsburgh plus four and a half years, a really ag- against-the-grain pick. Um, a lot of people won't agree with that pick, but um, I don't know. I'm quietly confident that, that, they, that they'll cover, and, and I think they might end up leaving Arrowhead with a win. 
And all this talk this week about Big Ben and Pittsburgh will just seem irrelevant um, as they beat the undefeated Chiefs in Arrowhead. Uh, moving on to our underdog play, um, Woot's going to be a homer here and take Philadelphia. Um, so he's doubling down on the plus three and a half and just taking them outright here. Uh, he, he likes Philadelphia to win this game, and they're currently $2.55 on, on William Hill. Um, so that's his underdog. He's, he's missed on his last two. Um, was very unlucky with Chicago um, last week. Pretty good value given Trubisky's first start. My underdog, and I'm assuming they're going to be underdogs, but no, no odds are out yet. But I think the Chargers, even if... Um, Car plays, and I'm expecting Derek Carr to play, and that'll make the Oakland Raiders favorite. If not, I'll uh, I'll just take Pittsburgh here. But I like the Chargers to to beat the Raiders um, on the road. I, I think the Chargers are actually probably a better team than Oakland. Oakland is struggling right now. Their defense is is a is a concern, apart from Khalil Mack, obviously. And I think the Chargers have, have been unlucky. They're, they're two missed field goals away from being three and two. Really, they they just went into into Meadowlands and beat the Giants. I know the Giants are winless, but they're they're no easy beats themselves. They're a tough defense, and, and Rivers made plays, and Melvin Gordon looked really good. So I like the Chargers this week to win. So when that price comes out, um, I think they'll they'll be at that 220, 240 mark around that range. So I think uh, they're a good underdog play this week. Uh, before we move on, just a reminder to check out readingtheplay.com, the, you know, the winning edge for all your sports and horse racing tips, and they're proud sponsor and provider of this show and uh check out all their subscription packages and uh we'll speak to mr nfl next all right to to discuss his bet of the week uh for our uh, listeners is mr nfl he is from readingtheplay.com please check them out and check a a range of their subscription packages which he'll let us know about but uh, mr nfl uh, again, picking a total hasn't worked out for us on the show uh, f- for the third time. So are we going in a different direction this week. Yeah, different uh, attack this week, fellas. But um, yeah, just just going over last week's uh, uh, selection and, and our results are leading the play. We actually had a really good week uh, with uh, ten plays, six winners uh, for nearly five units of profit. So nice. our college guys really. Uh, Doing an excellent job, and the NFL. There are some other players I'll put on uh, also that had some success. So yeah, look overall. Uh, unfortunately for Wooden Wally Wallace, uh, you know, um, <laughs> no, no no luck there. But this week, oh, I've got a I've got a good thing. Okay, so, uh, what is it? I'm uh, I'm excited to see where we go because it's a weird betting week. There's a lot of double digit favourites. Um, you've got teams coming off buyers and 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 things like that. So it's it's a it's a little bit tricky. Sure, yeah, there are a lot of big favourites and big um, uh, starts being given up. And I'm actually going with one of them. I like the Redskins at the minus 10, uh, key number 10. Um, so I guess grab it while you can. Uh, you get under 10, even better. But, you know, I, I really feel like there's a matchup against the 49ers. It's going to be a bit of a mismatch, you know. So just going to, covering off on the numbers there, that through five weeks, the Redskins have had the hardest schedule in the, in the NFL. And, uh, the 49ers have had a fairly easy run, uh, 29th ranked uh, schedule. So, you know, comparing the statistical side of that and, you know, the, the Redskins gone two and two against some really tough teams in San Fran. We all know that they're on the duck egg and get some of the weakest teams. So, you know, two teams matching up here statistically, uh, everything links to the Redskins and, you know, all the key facets lead to them. And, you know, I really feel like, uh, it's going to be a, 
a bit of a beat down there, I, I think. Um, basically, you got the Redskins also coming off a bye week, so they've had a lot of time to prep for this match. And you know, and I, I'm on the flip side, the 49ers this is their third road game, so really tough scheduling spot for them. And you know, I, I feel like the Redskins are, you know, really going to put a score on. Yeah, I, I I struggled to find my my third play this week. Um, I liked. Uh, Wooten, I had a similar uh, play, and then he also took he also took my eyes on what, what was my second play. So I didn't I didn't want to rob the punters of a play, so I went in a different direction. So tread carefully with my last two play listeners. But um, I looked at this Washington game, and and I was tempted to throw that in uh, to my plays. But I heard a stat that said that that the, this is the first time Washington's been double digit home favorites since September 2009, and the last time they were, they actually was against the 49ers, and they only won that game 9-7. I know it was eight years ago, but it was a weird sort of stat, and it was very sort of freaky a little bit uh, that it, it's been that, been that long, but it was against the same team, so I uh, I went in a different direction. But of the of the double-digit favorites, I think they're probably the one that I have the most most confident in, given the, the disparity between... Um, you know, if you look at power rankings and things like that, there's just a, a massive disparity. Even, you know, football outsiders, DVOA, Washington are, uh, you know, one, one of the top three teams. And then the, and Cincinnati are, are struggling. Right, uh, Sorry, Cincinnati. The, the 49ers are struggling uh, somewhere down the bottom there. So there's a big disparity um, under 10 points. I definitely agree with you. Yeah, I think you're right there, Josh. And, you know, looking historically back at um, past results, it could be a bit of a trap because, you know, of course, these guys don't play each other every year and, you know, teams change and uh, units change. And, you know, I hope to think that, you know, that, that that stat, you know, is a little bit irrelevant being such an old one. And, you know, I feel like the, this Washington team really did something good this year. Yeah, I, I, struggled, I struggled to read them. I've said that all sort of off-season because I can't really find any overwhelming strengths, but at the same time, there's no overwhelming weakness, and I think that's that's a just... They're a very complete roster, so, uh, yeah, I definitely agree with you there. Um, if we're going to multi them up with our plays, uh, Woot's unavailable today, um, as I said on our uh, DFS podcast and our normal podcast. Um, check those out. Um, he's at a work conference for the last two days, but he likes under 40.5 in the Giants' And uh, Denver Broncos game that's actually moved to 39 now. So um, he got in early and, and put that out there. So if you want to just buy a couple of extra points, you can use a pick your own line or an alternative uh, total. Maybe just hit that key key number of 40. That could be a play there. You just get that that reduced odds a little bit. Um, that might be the way to go. Um, and that was my number one play this week. We both got on early there at the 40 and a half. My next play, I'm gonna. Uh, I'm going to take a risk here, Mr. NFL, and I might ruin everyone's multi, but uh, I actually think the Steelers plus four and a half in Arrowhead. The Steelers can't be that bad again. Um, that's a low point of their season. I think they turn it around, um, and their defense is still really, really strong, and Kansas City have shown that they're susceptible to some big chunk pass plays. We saw that from Deshaun Watson. So I think that they can keep things interesting on the road um, and trying to change the narrative on them. Look, yeah, personnel-wise, the Steelers are an excellent side, and you know it, it was a, a bad result for them last week. But you know, I, I, taking the taking the start and covering that field goal, yeah, I, I think that could be a great play. Uh, the, the KC is going to be a bit of a letdown spot for them eventually, and um, and I think the Steelers really want to bounce back and prove everybody wrong. Yeah, I think just trying to find that matchup where K- Kansas City do. 
do lose because they are due a loss. I don't think, you know, they're a good team, but I don't think they're a, a 14 win team or, or a 16 and 0 type team. So this is a matchup on the schedule that they, I think that they can, uh, rack up a loss here possibly or only just cover. So I'm going to take that. So if you, if you multi that, I, I just chucked in a dollar 80 for, for the under 40 and 40 and a half. You're still getting $6.50 with Mr. NFL's player, Washington minus 10, under 40 and a half in the Giants and Denver game. And uh, take a take a risk here and go against all the public money and take Pittsburgh plus four and a half at a dollar ninety one gives you six dollar fifty multi there. Um, we've 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 hit two of them, um, so it's not too bad return on investment. And uh, we're still uh, still looking for a little bit of form. We've sort of gone hot, cold, hot, cold uh, with your play. But if you sign up to reading the play, uh, Mister NFL and the and the college guru there are absolutely giving you uh, good. Uh, Good returns uh, every week. Uh, and where can people get those and, and some details on them? Well, that's exactly right, Josh. Yeah, it's got some excellent numbers, as I said earlier. And you look, there are some great subscriptions available. Uh, come and check it out on the website. Um, you can subscribe for one week or five week package. You know, get a bit of a feel for what we offer. And, you know, or you can jump in as a great value 10 week or season pass option. Um, remember, like uh, Josh said, you know, the NFL is. Just like that in the sub, there's college plays as well. And like I said, our guy is really killing it at the moment. So, you know, it's consistent profit each week and, you know, all through quality analysis. So, look, for the guys that do join us, we'll have a full list of plays with breakdowns online over the weekend. So I encourage the Wooten Way Hawks to visit the website, subscribe and have some fun. Yeah, perfect. I, uh, I like it. I like the play this week. Going back to a handicap, it's 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 worked for us on this on the punt return every week. So I think um, it's a it's a good play, and uh, look forward to uh, having uh, Woot back, and and the three of us will uh, wax lyrical about week seven next week. That's right. Yeah, I think so. Um, I've been positive about this uh, multi. So uh, come on, punters, get on board. <laughs> we'll talk next week, Mister NFL. Thanks, Josh. Has been the punt return. Don't forget to check out beatingtheplay.com to get the winning edge on all sports and racing. You can also check out all bets mentioned on today's podcast online at wootandy.com. And make sure to follow each of the boys on Twitter at This Is Woot and at JYNFL. Or you can follow the podcast at Woot and Y. And as always, gamble responsibly.